Welcome to Brown Popcorn, the podcast where me and a guest review movies and TV shows. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. All time codes are in the description. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? I hope you guys are having a great day, a great week. And there's a lot of stuff going on, but today, unfortunately, I'm by myself due to some scheduling conflicts, and I'm going to be reviewing, just me and you, listener, The Old Guard. So it's the big thing on Netflix now. Uh, It's moving up on the top 10 spots. But before I get into the uh, review of it, I just want to tell you guys a little quick something. Some people ask me, why am I mean? Or why do I say certain things on the podcast? Uh, Like, you know, I think that this is a very casual, very, we tell, you know, we say how it really is on the podcast. You don't necessarily have to agree with it. That's fine. I don't think everyone should agree with anything. But, you know, maybe listen to other takes, get an appreciation for other stuff. Sometimes I listen to things that I don't even agree with just to see what their arguments are and like what they're thinking, you know? So that's basically what we do on the podcast. So, I appreciate all of you guys that are listening, and holy crap, I just got a weird little notification. But let's go ahead and get into the review. Uh, There's not going to be a game today because I feel kind of weird just here by myself, so let's get into it. The movie I'm going to be reviewing is The Old Guard. I'm sure you guys have seen it on Netflix. It got, uh, Char- what's her name? Charlize Theron. It's got several big people. Uh, not all, I mean, I could list a bunch of names, but it's got Jafar from Aladdin, you know. It, it's, got, it's got some big people. So, it's based on a comic, and I, I know, I know people are going to say, it's a graphic novel. Okay, shut up. It graphic novels, comics, it's the same shit. I don't know why everyone gets all worked up about it. I know that oh, graphic novels are for adults. It's more adult content. Okay, there's comics that are all really sexual and stuff too. That doesn't change anything. So, The Old Guard. Let's get down to it. It's basically about um, Charlize Theron. She's uh, a warrior that doesn't die. And she has a team of people that also don't die. So they're seemingly immortal. You don't know why. They don't know why. And a new recruit comes out that seemingly has the same powers as them. And they have to find her. And then they have, you know, a villain that wants to take advantage of their, you know, natural gift. This is a pretty simple, pretty cookie cutter kind of story. So. Is the movie any good? So, on Brown Popcorn, I have a rating system of stale popcorn, regular, and buttery. You might say, why only three ways to rate? Because honestly, most people either say a movie's good, bad, or alright. There usually isn't anything else besides that, you know? Very rarely. And I'm going to go ahead and just tell you that this movie is regular. Regular popcorn. 
it's nothing too bad or too good. So I'm going to go ahead and say some positives. Firstly, I think that the casting is good. Not great though. It's good. Um, obviously, Charisse Theron, she's good at action movies now with um, Atomic Blonde and uh, Mad Max Fury Road. She knows what she's doing. And when she plays her character of Andy here, she she's just a great actress. That's without saying. Um, everyone else, I thought was all right. Uh, I guess one of the reasons why this movie's getting so traction is because it's directed by a woman, which obviously always gets a lot of attention. Um, honestly, though, the premise—it's not a bad premise, right? Because you think, okay, there's so many things you could do with that. Someone's immortal. You know, you could stab them. You could like, I mean, you could freaking blow their guts out. There's a lot of things you could do and they're not going to die. So, you you know, you could get creative. You could get gory. But the problem I have with this movie is that it never goes for it. It never fully goes for it. Um, I, It's just one of those movies that I... There's no, there's nothing, there is kind of, I don't want to say there's a twist, but there is something in this. Okay, I'm, get, I'm getting ahead of myself. Other positives that I like, uh, besides the casting, um, it's a pretty movie, looks good, cinematography's good. It also doesn't seem um, as repetitive as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot of them just getting killed over and over and over again, and then, you know. They're going to have their moments, but um, it, that doesn't happen a lot. I don't know if that's because the budget isn't that great because it's a Netflix movie, but it was okay. And basically when it gets down to it, I think those are all my positives. Uh, oh no, you know what? The combat is actually really good. The fights are good. Uh, some of it is a little unbelievable. Kind of like the problems I had with the Harley Quinn movie. Where it's like, how the heck is this like a hundred pound girl flipping over like a 260 pound guy? You know, the logistics don't make sense. But uh, they, they do a good enough job to explain it. There's also, so with a movie directed by a female, I know, I know. So I have to, pre you know, start this off by saying I'm not sexist. But, just like why a lot of times women cops want to give you tickets, uh, a lot of times women directors want to belittle men in their movies, right? They want to make men seem stupid or worthless. If you want a perfect example of this, go see Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn. That does, literally, like in that movie, that's a perfect example. Every villain is a man. So. Does this movie do that? I'm going to go ahead and tell you it doesn't. It actually doesn't. There's like very few. I can think of like one or two instances in the movie where they kind of like belittle guys. And it, but it wasn't anything like too crazy or too out there. It was all right. And there's no so it's not very propaganda. -y, you know? It's it's just a, a normal action movie with little hints of sci-fi that you can enjoy. Um, 
I also think the movie didn't feel that long. It might run for maybe two hours or something, but I, I mean, honestly, it didn't feel like it. Now let's get to the negatives. Negatives of this movie. It's a very... It's predictable in certain things. Uh, like, I was, like I hinted before, there's kind of a twist. But it's not that... Like, you kind of see it coming. And also the, the movie is, like I said before, it doesn't go for it. I wanted to see more graphic killings, you know? I wanted to see things happen where people are getting, like, beat down. And, and like, like, a scene where someone's arm gets, like, cut off. And, like, oh, it's, like, growing back. Or, like, a leg or a foot. or You know, it doesn't have to be something crazy either if they don't have the budget for it. But that, And, you know what? Talking about the healing thing. So there's a running theme in this that they can never die, no matter what. But they fear capture because obviously nothing they do can ever kill you. You would just keep coming back to life. That being said, though, the powers are weird. So uh, I'm not going to get into any spoilers or anything, but there's a lot of times where like a character will get shot. Right? Let's say they get blasted like 10 bullets. They drop on the ground. When they're on the ground, you're thinking to yourself, um, okay, they're going to come back to life because that's their power, right? But it takes them like a good like 30 seconds to get up just from bullet wounds. Let alone when they get, if they get like a body part blown off or whatever, you know? That takes even longer. I'm sorry, but if it takes you that long to heal, I would just keep blasting you while you're on the ground until we could find a way to capture you. It's just, it's so stupid. And I haven't read the comic, so I don't know how they handle it, but it seems like in that one, the healing is more instantaneous. But here, the healing is not automatic. It takes a little bit of time. Uh, it's, it's like, so think of it like a slower version of Wolverine's healing. Like, much slower, right? Because him, he doesn't. It's like right away already healing. They should have done that kind of healing in this story. And also, th- there's kind of a, a theme of the actions that they do are really helping humanity. That kind of gets, oof, it flies over your head. Because it's like, a, you're thinking to yourself, okay, this, is, this might just be coincidence. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing a good job. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting enough premise. Not enough is done with it. It has an ending that, uh, no spoilers, but it has an ending that definitely leans towards a sequel. And I, I'm sorry, but it just, I not interested in a sequel. It didn't do enough, you know? it seems like this and like I said I haven't read the comic so I don't know if that's done better than this as far as how they set things up but here they seem very beatable like you would think that if you've had like let's say you've lived for 2000 years you would think that you've had 2000 years of training right so you should be able to take out people like nothing if I gave you guns and swords and all this other crap and I told you, here you are, you're immortal, you have a thousand years to train. 
that's a perfect explanation as to why you're going to be amazing at it, right? I mean, imagine if you had target practice like every day for a thousand years or, or you know, or even a, like 500. You're going to be great at it. And they have one scene in particular in this movie where they kind of show you a little bit of that, but it's not enough. It, they play it off like it's super badass. No, it's not. It's like six people. You killed like six people. I feel like I'm losing my mind. That was not a big enough deal. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, what's going through their minds, you know? So that, that was something that really did bug me. I don't want a sequel. This movie, like I said, it's fine. You know, you're definitely not gonna turn it off or whatever while you're watching it, but you're also not going to like strive for a sequel and you're gonna be on your knees and stuff. But uh you know it's in the it's in the top 10 it looks like it's gonna go for the number one spot if it hasn't already gotten there by the time of this recording so definitely worth a watch um and i would say it's also safe to watch with anyone uh obviously not a kid that's really young if you don't like them watching like killing and stuff like that but like you could watch this with your parents with your girlfriend or boyfriend and it definitely won't like have awkward moments because let me tell you there's some movies out there like 365 days, you might not want to watch that with some certain someone. And you might, I mean, depends, you know? So, yeah, just think of this as a normal action movie. So, I was at home trying to watch Spirited Away, saw all the rentals were super expensive. And then I thought, you know what, let me search it up. And guess what? The movie was on HBO Max. So, I signed up for HBO Max. And while I was scrolling, Guess what movie's on there? Scoob. So, you know your boy had to watch it. So I went to see Scoob uh, on HBO Max. Uh, just in case you guys don't have HBO Max, it's also up for rental. You could purchase it. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to review it right now. You, you'll find out if it's worth a rental or a buy, you know. Because I definitely was skeptical of this movie. The tra- I had seen the trailers back before, you know, the theaters were closed down. I saw the trailer and I thought, like, uh, you know, I don't know about this. Uh, I mean, I grew up liking Scooby-Doo. I don't know how the new, you know, Gen Z and everyone feels about Scooby-Doo. But uh, I thought that it was, um, Scooby-Doo was, like, a big deal back in the day. But this one kind of looked like it was an origin story. And you know how sometimes those go. So I watched the movie. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that this movie was regular popcorn. It was all right. I, things that I did like about, oh, first before I get into anything, this movie, and I'm not going to get into spoilers, you know, non-spoiler review. This movie does start off with them as little kids. And it does give you a little bit of an origin story. You know, I want to say like maybe 10 minutes. Then the majority of the movie is them as teenagers. Um, so if you went, if you're going into this movie and you're thinking, you're, you know, you're sitting with your kids or whatever, and you, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is going to be like their little kids and it's like this and that. It's still a kid's movie, but it's not all about them when they're children. They're older for the majority of it. And it's got a lot of famous people like voicing characters like, uh, Zac Efron, uh, Will Forte, Amanda Seyfried, you know, 
um that girl from I, I forgot her name the anyways there's a girl that's famous that plays velma too it's got a, a you know a big cast um my main problem with this movie if i'm being completely honest is that it feels like it should have more um it's like it's an okay movie it doesn't go out of its way to be anything that it's not but it doesn't give me epic vibes it doesn't give me funny vibes it's just kind of and also i never realized how old the voice of scooby-doo sounds i know that the uh, i forgot his name it's like frank it's not frank Wilker, is it point is the the voice of scooby-doo i know he's really old now but that voice just feels weird especially when he was a puppy they still have him voicing him like they should have gotten a more childish voice. It sounds kind of like rough. Like it's like an old dude just chilling with a kid. But uh, the movie does have its cute moments. Like I said, good uh, voice acting. Uh, it had a few moments that actually made me like, like smile slash laugh. I would definitely recommend that movie for any little kids that want to watch it with their parents. Or if you've been on the fence about it, uh, there isn't anything too violent. It definitely still has the spirit of Scooby-Doo. And, uh, but it's got a lot of modern jokes. And I would say it's probably the best modern interpretation of the character. Because I saw a cartoon. I, I don't remember. I mean, there's been so many of them, right? But I saw one, I remember a couple years ago, that they tried to kind of make it more modern. But it was more young adult. And that didn't work. So this is definitely more back to its roots. It matter of fact, this show this movie even has a reference to the show where they redo the original Scooby-Doo intro but with like CGI. Um you know with so it's it's definitely it definitely knows where it's where it's going. Some jokes though they miss me with these jokes. There's one joke in the trailer that it comes out in the trailer. It's in the movie where they're like, "Oh, we found traces of mustache oil and scotch," and then you know Daphne's like, "Oh, that sounds like my dad." Like that—that's not funny to me. I don't think that that's like a good joke. You know, there's certain things like that that are kind of played more for the adults that are watching. I didn't really find them that interesting. To me, the more childish humor seemed more innocent you know it gets a laugh out of you um it this movie does have some sadness in it so be prepared for for those little kid tears or adult tears that are coming out of you um but it's like i said it's an okay movie what i personally have paid like 20 dollars for this movie no but if your kid wants to watch it it's definitely something that they'll enjoy don't expect like a some great masterpiece but it's definitely okay enough to watch so that's like i said that's streaming it's on hbo max and hbo max membership runs i think like 14 dollars anyways so you could just get it for a month and then cancel it even though we all have the problem remembering to do that you know so i want to go ahead and thank all of you for listening as always you guys are the best best listeners best audience best fans i could ever ask for i've been trying to figure out um ways to put this on youtube 
I've been working with some camera stuff. I don't know if I should just do that or just, you know, do an image video kind of thing. But, um, you know, I'm going to keep working on that. I've also been thinking of new ways to get guests on here without them actually coming in. Like next to me, obviously, because of all this like worries that's going on right now. Uh, And I just want everyone to, you know, feel safe and be safe. So um definitely gonna find ways to do that um and just uh you know i appreciate you guys thank you guys for listening uh you guys are cool you can find uh the podcast on brown.popcorn on instagram um pretty soon or you might search it already brown popcorn on youtube and uh yeah go check it out go rate us everything you know I know some people don't have a way to stream this on Spotify or anything, so I appreciate you guys finding ways to listen. Thank you guys. You guys are all the best.